Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So it has happened again, and this particular person took the Chewing the Fat rules above and beyond. Uh, TikTok user, at Dookie Doughboy, shared a video detailing his trip to a McDonald's drive through in Elkhart, Indiana. Now, according to Dookie Doughboy, he went through the drive through and ordered a sausage McMuffin. Now, he explained that uh, when he looked inside the bag that the worker had handed him, he found money. Now, he claimed he found their deposit. I'm guessing that's what they what they had put their deposit money in for whatever reason, and it was inadvertently given to him. Now, he returned the bag, and he starts the... This is where he went above and beyond. You know the chewing the fat rule. When you find money, you know, the best thing to do is to turn some of it back in. You keep you know half of it or whatever, but you turn some of it back in, so you're good. You're just, I found it, and it was given to me inadvertently, or I found it, and here's your money back. But you still get to deep pocket some of it, and you get the good vibes for turning it back in. Well, he also put it on video, the turning back in. So he is golden, above and beyond. He turned his video on in the parking lot and said, now I have to return it. I'm a good person. Uh, putting the money back in the bag. Um, he said, you know, how could, the, how could the universe do this to me? I need, the, you know how badly I want this money. And then it shows him walking back into the McDonald's and say, you know, hey, you guys laundering money around here. And they're like, oh my gosh, if we really, thank you. And they wanted to give him a hug and they were so happy that he returned the money. And then he came back on and said that he gets free McDonald's for a month now. And they gave him a $200 reward. And he said that, you know, he believes this to be, you know, the moral victory. Do good people return $5,000, got $200 of free McDonald's for a month. And he claims that it was a good trade value. Okay. I mean, the TikTok video went viral as well. Now, the reason that I know (laughs) that he went above and beyond and deep pocketed some of the money is that a representative for McDonald's did not immediately respond to NBC for, you know, a request for a comment. NBC said, hey, you know, would you like to comment? No, they did not. uh, They did not do a comment. So that means that there was supposed to be more than $5,000 in that bag. At least that's what I read from the story. So there's no way, and they can't do anything about it because it became such a viral thing on TikTok that this guy gave them their money back, that they inadvertently put through the drive-thru. How could these employees do such a duh thing? And he returned it. So what a wonderful story. Uh, Not so fast, though, because there's no way to prove that there was more than $5,000 in that bag. So the McDonald's is like, ah, we're not going to comment on that. (laughs) Above and beyond. So now, I mean, the chewing the fat plan still works, but making a video of it, genius, genius. Welcome. Welcome to chewing the fat. So British Columbia becomes the first province in Canada to decriminalize heroin, fentanyl, cocaine, and other hard drugs. Oh, 
Uh, okay. So residents with less than 2.5 grams of hard drugs will not be charged or arrested. All right. <laughs> if you're older than 18, you're going to be allowed to carry 2.5 grams of drugs, no matter what it is, meth, fentanyl, heroin, cocaine, <laughs> morphine, whatever it is. Uh, and they're going to, it's fine. Get out of here. Eh, get out of here. So uh, it's going to happen for three years. Now, the drugs are still illegal, but if you have it on your body, eh, so what? Uh, they're not going to be charged and you're not going to be confiscated. You're going to be offered information on health and social services. Isn't that special? Hey, we know you're really high, but okay, you need some, here's, some, here's a pamphlet. <laughs> Oh, okay. Now, will it work? I don't know. I mean, if I'm stoned on math, is a pamphlet on health and social services something I'm going to read? I don't think so. <laughs> it's the first province in Canada, though, so that's fine. Don't worry about it. Everything will be fine. What could go wrong? I'm sure that we're going to get stories out of British Columbia, like the one out of Des Moines, Iowa, where a man who was naked uh, started running around the hotel at the uh, downtown Marriott in Des Moines with his uh, with his toilet plunger. So police say a Trevon Hill approached a victim on the 18th floor stairwell at the Des Moines Marriott downtown uh, with a toilet plunger. He yelled, I'm going to expletive get you. <laughs> and he continued to chase the victim with the toilet plunger in his hands. Now, first of all, let's stop for just a second, okay? He was also found on the 22nd floor of the Marriott. Um, who knew that, uh, you know, downtown Des Moines had a, you know, plus 20-story Marriott. <laughs> now, I went to look at a picture of the Des Moines Marriott downtown and there's a larger building next to it looks like a fine looking hotel's fine and it's got a lot of amenities uh 24-hour health club indoor pool concierge services gift shops just like every other hotel but uh you know it looks like a it's a pretty good size hotel for downtown des moines anyway i you know i'm trying to think if i've ever been in des moines iowa and i want to apologize to all iowans for thinking man that's a big hotel for for iowa Iowa has a plus 20-story hotel? What for? But uh, I don't know that I've ever been to Des Moines, Iowa. I think I would have remembered. Anyway, he continued running around on multiple floors, swinging the toilet plunger at guests until he was restrained by the Des Moines firefighters. So they brought in the firefighters. I guess the police were busy. Uh, so he's charged now with assault while displaying a dangerous weapon. Yeah, you could never, man, you do not want to face somebody with a plunger. And first degree criminal mischief and disorderly conduct. Now, it doesn't say anything about him being on any kind of drugs. However, uh, I would believe that he was. Apparently, he was running through the hotel, uh, accosting people naked, pulling fire alarms, which is why the fire department was there. <laughs> Okay, so the fire alarms were going off. So there was a reason that the fire department was there. And they were pissed. Don't start doing You do not want to mess with that. Forget the plunger. Uh, you don't want to call in the... You don't want to call in the... 
plumbing police, you want to call in the fire department because he was pulling fire alarms in. That's scared people in the hotel. It's a big hotel. It's got over 20 floors. <laughs> I don't know how many. I don't know how many floors. It doesn't say. If he's on the 22nd, I'm looking at the picture of the hotel. Looks like it's you know at least 30 stories of hotel rooms. Uh, they say it's got over 400, 413 guest rooms uh, in this hotel. So it doesn't say how many floors are there. I guess I could call them if I really cared. But uh, <laughs> then it's got the you know the big lower portion of the hotel as well, where I'm sure all their conference rooms and uh, restaurants, convention rooms. That's what I mean. Who doesn't want to go to Des Moines for a convention? Uh, but anyway, so I'm sure that the naked man was under the influence of something. And we're sure to get stories out of British Columbia soon because it's not going to go over well that we're just allowing people. And do I think that these people are big criminals? No, addiction is a big time problem, right? And that's their, that's their big argument. Addiction is not a crime, but it kind of is or it has been over the years. So now we're just going to go after the big people. And where do they, where do they get the drugs? is what we really want to know. That's where we want to stop the pipeline, right? And so if we do that, then we don't have to worry about the man or woman or person or place or thing on the street. I don't care what you identify as, holding the drugs, right? So go ahead, get out of here. We're not going to stop you, but take a pamphlet, okay? Now, I'm sure if you're on the streets of British Columbia and you're armed with a plunger, then you're getting arrested, okay? We can't have that. You are displaying a dangerous weapon and criminal mischief, disorderly conduct. We cannot have that. But if you're just walking around with a couple of grams of uh, meth, fentanyl, cocaine, heroin, you're fine. Take a pamphlet. Move on. All right. For those of you listening live, today is the 6th of February, 2023, and no one won the big Powerball drawing over the weekend. So the new next drawing tonight on the 6th of February is $747 million. Good luck. And no one won the Mega Millions over the weekend, which was at a paltry $20 million. And it's still a paltry $31 million, but you have a drawing tomorrow, the 7th of February, for $31 million. I don't know what you can do with the paltry $31 million, but you can give it a shot and see if you can maybe buy an extra plunger for you and the kids or something. All right, let's go to the break room. <laughs> I don't know why you would buy an extra plunger, but eh, you know, maybe you will. That's uh, Actually, I'll let you uh, Plungers are one of my favorite housewarming gifts because every house needs a plunger and if you get invited to i tell you a little jeff fisher secret this is something i usually don't talk about this because i like to be the only one that does it but uh usually if we were invited over the years to housewarming parties we of course come with a gift and i always came with a plunger i wrap it up and i put a little bow on the top but i always come with a plunger because every house needs a plunger and if you're just moving into a house you probably don't have one but you will need one, and you will thank me when you need one. So, there's a little, little tip. If you want to invite me to a housewarming party, you're going to get a plunger. It's just the way it is. All right, let's go to the break room. <laughs> I need something cold to drink desperately. If you, like me, want to extend your lifespan and feel younger... 
You ask yourself, is it possible to do both at the same time? Well, according to a Harvard scientist and Nobel Prize winning breakthrough, absolutely. How? By lengthening what's called telomeres. Your telomeres protect your DNA and play a critical role in the aging process. Many of us struggle with shortening telomeres, thanks to stress, unhealthy food, obesity, and a whole bunch of other factors. That's why I recommend Youth Switch. Youth Switch, all natural, doctor approved, and manufactured right here in America. Youth Switch contains a potent blend of adaptogens that promote healthier telomeres and longer lifespans. It boosts energy, can support regeneration of healthy organ systems, and right now you can try Youth Switch for yourself risk free. You receive a free bottle of Ageless Brain as a bonus. Great product to help you improve focus, memory, and food. You're also going to receive four bonus ebooks to boost every aspect of your health and longevity. Go to youthswitchmd.com slash Jeffy. You can get your supply of Youth Switch and the five bonus gifts. Youthswitchmd.com slash Jeffy. Youth Switch MD, one word, dot com, slash Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y. Order your Youth Switch today. YouthSwitchMD.com slash Jeffy. So, the Grammys were last night. How many of you watched it? Go ahead, raise your hand. No one? Oh, one of you way in the back. Good, then you saw... <laughs> <laughs> I won't, you don't worry about what I'm going to tell you here because, well, you may have missed some if you went, got up and ran to the bathroom. So I'll tell you, uh, what a night for the Grammys. Um, I didn't raise my hand either, so I didn't get an opportunity to watch the Grammys. So uh, I would have watched some of it for you. So I had other, I was gone all weekend. I was down in Austin. And I live in DFW area. And then I came back and we had another event that I had to go to last night. So I just didn't have time to get to the Grammys. I'm sorry. But I will say congratulations to Viola Davis, who won her Grammy, and now she's an EGOT member. She is the 18th member of the EGOT crowd. She is the third black woman in history to achieve the honor. She won her, and this was her first Grammy for her performance of the audiobook, her memoir, Finding Me. And she said, it's been such a journey. Uh, I just got, I, I, she didn't even say I just got. She said, I just EGOT. Bless you. So anyway, <laughs> she's won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress in 2017 for her role as housewife Rose uh, Maxson in Fences. She won an Emmy in 2015 for her role as uh, Annalise Keating in How to Get Away with Murder, which was great. Uh, making her the first black woman to win a lead drama actress award. Wow. And she has won two Tony awards for King Headley II and Broadway production of Fences. So congratulations to Viola. She, I, I, I mean, some of her work has been amazing. I'm sorry. All of her work has been just amazing. <laughs> I know, I know it's a big deal that, uh, she's a, you know, African American black woman, but I, it's not to me. She's just such a great actress and she's done a lot of good work. I mean, I don't, it's just, the, I, I, I wish we didn't have to, 
uh, go down the line of uh, he's the third black woman in history to achieve the honor. I mean, I guess they have to at the Grammys to try to prove themselves a little bit, but okay. And she's the fourth black person. Wait, I just said the third. Oh, the third woman. The fourth black person. Okay. Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, John Legend. Uh, Jennifer Husband, Hudson. Oh, yeah. and Well, okay. All right, I got you. Third woman, fourth black. All right. All right, fine. Congratulations. Congratulations. Then we had Beyonce, who... Congratulations to Beyonce. She has uh, broken the record for the most Grammy wins of all time. With 32, the queen, the queen bee is, uh, I mean, she's, she's it. She's, uh, the Grammy queen now and on top of everything. Now the first award that she won, uh, last night during the ceremony, she wasn't there. She was stuck in traffic getting to the Grammys. Wait, what? Yeah. She uh, couldn't accept the uh, Grammy award for the best R and B song cuff it because she was stuck in traffic so um the producer the dream and songwriter now rogers who worked on the song accepted on her behalf so she was unable to take trevor noah of course was the host who does a wonderful job uh and i'm sure he did a great job last night as well he was on a he said that beyonce is unable to take the stage and give her speech because she hadn't arrived at the crypto.com arena yet but she is on her way why uh why did they not put her up uh, on a, a post? Did she not call in on Instagram or YouTube or, you know, uh, FaceTime and just put her up on the screen and say, I'm stuck in traffic. Ah, thank you. I'm on my way. I'll see you all in a little bit. Wouldn't that have been fun? Something? I mean, what, I mean, we live in 2023. Uh, does the queen not have a cell phone? Uh, someone in her entourage and the queen bee posse has to have a cell phone they could have called somebody at the event and said hey uh we're stuck in traffic they knew she was stuck in traffic so she talked to someone she definitely talked to someone because they knew she was stuck in traffic so we couldn't pull her up i mean what are we doing who's producing this dump but anyway congratulations to uh beyonce for becoming the becoming the uh, most grammy wins of all time 32 incredible uh also we had uh, jill biden was at the uh, grammys man was she great uh i don't even don't even start with me she was uh wonderful and all the reports about her being at the grammys uh say the same thing of just how great she really was Uh, she presented two awards uh she uh, presented the first was being best song for social change Ugh. It's the first time an award has been given in that category. A song can unite, inspire, and ultimately change the world, said First Lady Dr. Jill Biden, who I, uh, I recorded. I'm going to have to go back and watch because I'm sure it was just inspiring. And it went to the Iran-based singer, uh, Shirvan Hajipur, for his song, Bore. Then she gave away the song of the year, which I mean, that's one of the top songs of the of the evening. Everybody thought it should go to uh, Beyonce, but it went to Bonnie Raitt. I mean, uh, Lizzo, Harry Styles, Beyonce, and Adele were up for that award, but it went to Bonnie Raitt, and uh, that you know caused a firestorm as well because uh, you know a lot of young people don't even know who Bonnie is. She's got uh, she has I mean she's got uh, I think. 
14 Grammys. I mean, she's you know an awesome performer in herself. A lot of people questioned why Dr. Jill Biden was even there. <laughs> Which is a darn good question. <laughs> she seems she seems to be doing a lot of things to keep away from her husband, Joe Biden, as of late. She's been to some football playoff games. She's running around doing award shows. She's we've already know that she's gonna show up at the Super Bowl. How great is that? It's gonna be wonderful. We've got the Super Bowl coming uh coming up this Sunday. So man, am I looking forward to that. I Oof, I cannot wait to see her there. She seems to me to be doing a lot of things just to stay away from hubby. And I kind of don't blame her. And then we had uh, Ben Affleck making uh, making the news because he's there, of course, with J-Lo. And they kept going back to him at the table. This actually makes it worth watching the broadcast. Uh, and he just looked miserable. <laughs> <laughs> and they kept going back to him. They kept showing because it's Ben Affleck and J Lo. Hello, that's a big, that's a big Grammy night. So uh, every time they went back to the table, apparently he had he wasn't cracking a smile. He looked pain. He looked miserable. Everyone was saying, "Hey, don't worry. He he just needs a smoke and a Duncan." <laughs> and he wanted to thank uh people were thanking the camera people for going back to ben so much uh because he just looked miserable uh awesome stuff awesome stuff at the grammys last night just a few things that happened you know really that's all you need to know don't go back if you recorded it don't worry about it because i just told you the best stuff from it i'm sure trevor noah had some really funny jokes that will well that will just be sad that we didn't hear him okay we'll be sad together all right We'll just, we'll be sad and we'll thank Trevor for the jokes. Trevor, thank you so much. But man, we are sad that we missed him. Oh, I should mention a couple other uh, things that happened at the Grammys. Uh, Reminder that Harry Styles won album of the year, uh, Harry's House, uh, beating out Beyonce, Adele, and Bad Bunny. Uh, And um, we celebrated the 50th anniversary of hip hop with, uh, so congratulations of that. And we also, Dr. Dre has a Dr. Dre Global Impact Award that was given out at the Grammys, the 65th annual Grammy Awards. And uh, he went ahead and won the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award. So they went ahead and gave it to Dr. Dre. (laughs) That's pretty sweet. You know what? I'm going to name an award after me. And you go ahead and just give it to me. Okay? All right. Good. Now, Now, there's no word yet. I haven't seen what the numbers were what the overnight numbers were, which means they were not very good. Now, last year, they just beat out being the lowest ever. So we'll see if they beat out uh, 9.59 million. That's what they had last year. And I feel like, this is just me, I just kind of feel like the numbers will prove, well, not good. Not good, but we'll see. I mean, they had Madonna on too. I forgot to mention Madonna's appearance. (laughs) I mean, I don't talk about Madonna much, especially I should because of her three cuts to clown face. I do follow her on Instagram. So, I mean, I've seen the transformation of the great Madonna. And it is, uh, well, it's a little, it's a little strange. But uh, she was on, and people questioned Madonna and her appearance, and definitely three cuts to clown face, and why she was there. And so it was the overall performance of the Grammys, I'm sure, 
will give you the numbers that will not be good. I mean, who knows? The Rock was there. Jay-Z showed up and he did a performance at the end of the show. So who knows? Maybe, maybe the numbers will be good. But as of the time of this recording, I don't have the numbers, but I'm guaranteeing you. Yes, I'm giving you a chewing the fat guarantee. They will not, and you can quote me on this, be good. thank you for subscribing to chewing the fat uh means a lot i know it's free and uh, you know tell your friends and neighbors follow the rules if you're a subscriber and someone asks hey what are you listening to the answer has to be chewing the fat uh, i don't care what you're listening to i know you're going to be listening to other stuff but uh when asked what you're listening to as a subscriber of chewing the fat your answer must be chewing the fat with jeff fisher you still have uh, what helps make this show free is a subscription to blaze tv you can go to blaze tv.com slash jeffy and uh, sign up and become a a subscriber to blaze tv right now uh we're a couple days away from the launch of the new alex stein show and uh that's premiering on the 8th of february and so you can get 20 dollars off a blaze tv subscription by using the promo code pimp on a blimp pimp on a blimp go to blaze tv.com well i would say go to blaze tv.com slash jeffy and then use pimp on a blimp for your 20 dollars off however you can go to blaze tv.com slash prime time <laughs> that's fine the show you know prime time with alex stein will be premiering this week on blaze tv and get you 20 dollars off by using the promo code pimp on a blimp Remember to follow me uh, on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. And of course, you can always order a cameo, which is not free, by the way, uh, by at by going to at JeffyJFR on cameo and ordering a cameo for your birthday, for your bar mitzvah, for your wedding, for your divorce, for your Valentine's Day. I'll do it all for you. Whatever you need. You need me to be mean? I'm here for you. You need me to be nice? All right, fine. I'll be nice. Whatever you need, at JeffyJFR on Cameo. And remember, you can always email the show. Uh, I'm happy to receive your emails, and I I do read them all. I may not reply to them all. Chewingthefatattheblaze.com. Chewingthefatattheblaze.com. All right, we know that uh, coming up uh, toward the end of this month, the preliminary hearings for the trial of Mr. Baldwin and Gutierrez Reed in the shooting on the Rust set, the you know the accidental death of Helena Hutchins and the uh, Rust producer Joel Souza or director Joel Souza. Now, uh, apparently, Joel Souza is now set to testify for the prosecution against Alec and... Oh, my gosh. I was still doing that? Okay. <laughs> All right, well, when this story first started with the uh, shooting on the Rust set, I mentioned his name, uh, and I you got a gunshot. And if I then we made the deal where if I mention his first name, you get the gun cocking. If I mention his uh, full name, you get the gun shot. If I say Mr. Baldwin, then you're fine. You don't get anything. It's 
It's kind of a way around hearing the gunshot and the gun cocking all the time. But is that still on? We're still doing that? I mean, I guess we have to until it's over with. I tell you what, here's the deal. When the we have to do it up at least until the trial because I'm going to talk about the trial and I don't know that I want the gunshots firing through trial coverage. So let me know. Uh, email chewingthefatattheblaze.com and let me know if you know you want it to continue during trial coverage or maybe we give it a rest so that we can talk about trial coverage without having the gunshot go off every time I mention Alec Baldwin. But for now... Up until the beginning of the trial, which is the end of this month, it's still, I mean, the rule stands in place, okay? So anyway, Joel Souza is supposed to testify against him and armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed in connection with the death of Helena Hutchins, right? I mean, they both have been charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter. The first charge, carrying a maximum uh, 18 months in prison. Second charge, uh, that has a firearm enhancement and requires prosecutors to prove guilt beyond criminal negligence, carries a maximum of five years in prison. Prosecutors say they're giving a future jury an option to decide which count they wish to focus on in deliberations. This whole thing is a nightmare. Plus, you know what really ticks me off, too, is the one guy, uh, first assistant David Halls, who was the guy who gave the gun to Alec Baldwin and said, hey, this is a cold gun, meaning that it wasn't loaded with live rounds. He's already stuck, struck a plea deal with the prosecutors to avoid further charges. And those that deal has been sealed. So I just this whole thing is, I mean, I don't want to be on the side of Mr. Baldwin, but I, I am. Uh, I mean, Hannah Gutierrez Reed, very questionable. That she's the armorer. That needs to. There should be some. Uh, should be some consequences there. But for Alec, no. Uh, you know, I know we're going to have FBI forensics experts. Um, we're going to have the script supervisor who was present when Hutchins and Souza were shot. Uh, Sarah Zachary, the production's prop master. Seth Kenny, the armorer mentor who recommended Gutierrez Reed to be the armorer for Rust and who supplied firearms for the production. Also on the witness list is this Lane Looper, a first camera assistant on the production, who, among other several crew members, resigned in protest the day before Hutchins' death in an email to Rust producers, of which I believe... Mr. Baldwin was uh, almost had me there for a second. Mr. Baldwin was a part of the producer list. Maybe he wasn't on the email chain. Uh, they resigned saying that lacks of safety measures during the shooting, saying there had been three accidental firearm discharges. Okay. Uh, you know, maybe in the trial we'll find out that uh, he being Mr. Baldwin was uh, more, was guilty of more than just this particular event but if we're sticking just to this event i feel like this should it's not his fault man i hate being on his side because i love so much of his work i've enjoyed his work over the years and so many things and he but personally he's just such a douche and the thing that really kind of ticks me off and i i think this is a bad move uh maybe not maybe his elitist doucheness he doesn't think it is 
but the, at least in the beginning of the preliminary hearings, I don't know if this is going to happen during the trial, but the preliminary hearings, uh, Gutierrez Reed and Alec Baldwin are expected to appear via video conferencing. I think that's a bad move. That uh, I think that uh, if he, Mr. Baldwin, wants to uh, prove his innocence, he should be there for all of that. And maybe he will be there for the trial, and he's just thinking, I'm not going to be there for all the pre- preliminary hearings. But he should be there, man, because let people see you. And maybe he doesn't want to. Maybe his attorneys are like, look, we know you're a douche, so maybe you ought to just stay away. <laughs> that's possible as well. Well, something to look forward to uh, coming up um, tomorrow, um, by the way, uh, is uh, the State of the Union address from our present president, not our present, <laughs> our president, Joseph Robinette Biden. And man, the State of the Union is in eyes tremendous. Good times. Good times. So, I mean, we, I can't wait for President Biden to let us know how he believes the state of the union is because we already know that it's tremendous and there's never it's never been better but is it has it <laughs> do we <laughs> anyone you want any of the above uh you know who else is in trouble have you heard any buzz at all about nikki haley i mean i know that she's supposed to be announcing and kind of technically has already announced that she's running for president and going to be another republican challenger for president of the United States against Donald Trump. And I guess she's supposed to make this big announcement on the 15th of this month. Whoa. We heard a lot of news about that. No, we have not. So that might be concerning for Nikki Haley. And especially we, you know, the, the balloon debacle, uh, here in the United States of America, uh, you know, got more press than ever. I don't know what's happening with the balloon. We shot it down. I mean, I do know what's happening. We knew it was coming. We let it cross the United States, and then we shot it down and completely destroyed it over the Atlantic Ocean. Why we would do that, I don't know. President Biden, when asked on the tarmac about it on Saturday, had this to say. Briefed on the balloon, order the Pentagon to shoot it down on Wednesday as soon as possible. They decided without doing damage to anyone on, on the ground. They decided that the best time to do that was as it got over water outside within our within 12 mile limit. They successfully took it down, and I want to compliment our aviators. Yeah, it was tough to shoot down that balloon. Report on this uh, a little later. Thank you. Okay, wait, 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 Mr. President. You were saying the recommendation from your was from your national security. I told them to shoot it down. Oh, Wednesday. On Wednesday. But the recommendation They from said them. to me, let's wait till the safest place to do it. What is it? Okay, and then we stormed off. So I told them, shoot it down, shoot it down. And they questioned the the president of the United States and uh, said, hey, we're not going to do that. Uh, it's, over, it's over land. So, I mean, why wasn't he briefed before? Uh, we knew it was coming. We saw it. We saw it coming. It, uh, it we were. It's been reported that it stalled. I mean, we'll call it stalling uh, for a thirty-minute time period at one point. So it wasn't just moving along with the airstream. Uh, 
I was being controlled somehow. And then once it finished crossing the U.S., it was shot down. There's so many questions about this balloon, what it was doing, what it was there for, uh, why we destroyed it, why we destroyed it, when we destroyed it, uh, all of that. It's just such a strange, strange thing. We have reports of another balloon uh, over South America, and we are told the military was taking heat for destroying the balloon, and so was Joe Biden. They came out, and of course, because I trust the military, and they haven't been political at all, Oh, wait, they have uh, said that this happened a couple of times during Donald Trump's administration. I don't recall that. Uh, Donald Trump doesn't recall that. And if it did happen, why weren't we alerted? And they just let it happen. They were just they were monitoring it. I'm sure. Really strange uh, thing around this whole uh, balloon thing. And then we find out that perhaps the balloon was an American made balloon. I I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know. I just know that it we knew it was coming uh when it was crossing over onto united states territory and we did nothing and our military advised not to shoot it down over montana where nobody lives i have more people living in my neighborhood than people living in montana we, and we let it cross the entire country before we destroyed it over the atlantic ocean without trying to at least bring it down and see what this particular balloon and equipment attached to it was doing no we can't do that we're just going to destroy it okay all right good we'll see if he mentions that uh, during his state of the union tomorrow also be prepared for the news that's going to surround these earthquakes and tremors that are taking place in turkey i mean they were felt as far away as greenland a 7.8 magnitude earthquake uh, toppled buildings. They're saying now that uh, t- more than 2,300 people have been uh, killed or injured, and I'm sure that number will rise because there are mounds of rubble and buildings have fallen over. I don't know if uh, they claim that Turkey doesn't have the best buildings. <laughs> Wait, what? I won't hear of it. And so Turkey and Syria were uh, were had a lot of damage. A seven point eight earthquake that's uh, you can quote me on this that's a lot <laughs> that's a strong earthquake man i've talked about it before maybe not too long ago i felt a 3.3.5 i think it was uh here in uh, irving texas uh at the mercury studios and i was just sitting in uh you know my my closet that i call an office and you feel the building start shaking and everything and it's a 3.5 and you're wondering what the heck is going on and you're ready for the i mean the walls are shaking i feel like i need to start singing the acdc song but 7.8 is doing some serious damage and depending on the length of the earthquake i mean it's always about the length isn't it whether it's the earthquake or it's the well you know all right just stop then they claim that there was a seven after the 7.8 a little time later a short time later there was a 7.5 quake that struck about 60 miles north of the first quake then you've got the the aftershocks so i mean incredible and don't forget that uh you know people forget they think this is just a you know one-time thing uh back in 1999 way back in 1999 they had uh 7.4 magnitude 
that at that time was the deadliest, uh, strongest magnitude earthquake. More than 17,000 people died in that one, including about 1,000 in Istanbul. So, I mean, between the two, the 7.8 and the 7.5, there's been some serious damage in this neck of the woods. So if you're so inclined, um, you may throw a prayer up for uh, the people of Turkey and Syria and the surrounding areas that were uh, hurt and or damaged from this earthquake. All right, now you can go back to, you know, singing your ACDC, John Mellencamp, or a band called The Call. Or you can go ahead and write your own length jokes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Make me laugh. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.